Two, I heard when you get there, there's like dudes in front with machine guns and there's, shit. There's uh, there's not just dudes in front of. There's the regular cops just rolling through there in their trucks and shit with their machine guns in their trucks and all that. And they're just letting everything go down. It's just a wall around a. I don't know. I mean, it seems like blocks and blocks, and then there's just a wall around these blocks and an entry, a one way in and one way out. And it's just lawlessness in there, dude. It's yeah. a fucking a free it's for Mexico all. within Mexico. Yeah, yeah. It and so you're just in there. All these clubs. I mean, the strip clubs. They get butt naked. There's donkey shows going on. There's the. Uh, oh yeah, I heard about. Three that. times I waited for the fucking donkey show. The donkeys outside smoking a cigarette and shit. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, what's up? He was like, Yeah, bro, they're gonna. We're, we're gonna do this today. And then the, I guess they were having some contract negotiations with the donkey because donkey couldn't get it up. <laughs> three times the donkey. You just seen the girl. She, the donkey was like, Oh no, you're not making me do her again, dude. And, <laughs> Damn, that's some willful ignorance for you. <laughs> Uh, Willful ignorance. A decision in bad faith to avoid becoming informed about something so as to avoid having to make undesirable decisions that such information might prompt. Now your host, George and Cabaza. Time ago? Um, with the, the click and the clan? No. Interview dudes. Okay, you know what the click and the clan is? No. You want to talk about it in the podcast? Yeah, sorry, What's the click in the clan? Okay, back the click in the clan. What's up, man? Uh, back in the 80s, um, in high school, at Jefferson High School, there used to be a group of, two groups of people that mm. called themselves, one group was the click and one group was the clan. And the names came about, uh, I ran around with the group of dudes from the clan. The name came out. We would say, hey, let's go out the whole clan of us. You were in the clan? Yes, not that clan. People, it, was, it wasn't that. There was black people in it, too. So that okay. was a, there was not black clansmen, but there were people. So not, the, not the real No, clanners, clan. no. <laughs> and they, they, they called, we'd go out, hey, let's go out the whole clan of us. Yeah. And then we, we'd go out, all of us from Jeff, and we'd end up running into some dudes from wherever, and we'd end up getting a big old fight. And then that's how it came out. And we would wear... Jerbos, uh, wow, Red Wings. I've only heard of Jerbos. I've never Polo, even seen oh, them. Oh yeah, they were the shit. Jerbos were the shit, dude. And uh, um, Jerbos polos, like the pullover polos, the three button ones, and mm-hmm. uh, and white caps. And then the so click. you still kind of had a white hoodie. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> almost, almost. Dude, he's trying to make it racist. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna yeah, stop, dude. Yeah. So and then the click dudes, uh, they wore like. Um, Jabos and they wore the lace up red wings though. We had the pull up the pull pull up ones and they most of them wore the lace up red wings and polo shirts but red are, caps. Are red wings like Tim's? Red wings are like those work boots, I guess, but they were like everyone wore them as casual boots. I mean, god dang, you can play yeah. basketball in red wings once you break them in, dude. Yeah, I could yeah. skate in those things. Those things is a shit. I have some now, I just don't wear them anymore. Yeah. But um you got to keep them. I got a pair of black reds. I was the first one that I know of, and I'll say this, anyone that's, that can uh, contest this statement, I was the first one in my group of friends at Jeff that got some black red wings because yeah. everyone had the brown ones. They all come brown, brown, brown. And then they, I guess the black ones just come out when I begged my parents to buy me a pair. They were like 100 bucks. Yeah. And they took me to the 100 bucks in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, in the 80s, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. This was, I mean, I'm talking like 85. Yeah. And so... uh my parents took me to the Red Wing store, and uh, they bought me the... Uh, and that was going to get to it. And I, I want the black ones, dude. Different from anyone. So I got black ones, and everyone said, oh, what'd you do? You dyed yours? You dyed Because people tried to dye them, and they yeah. never really took. And But then the style was a little bit different. And so 
And they got me the black ones. What? And so people started getting the black ones. But I was like, it was because of me. But, boom. Uh, put the red boom, wing. Put the, <laughs> put the black and red wing. So I went. <clears throat> so if you, for anyone, that, that was a black part of the story. Yeah. No, but, yeah. Uh, but so, yeah. So that was the clique and the clan. And then I don't even know. I guess there's going to be different accounts of what started the rivalry between us. But I think it was it, the black red wings. It wasn't the black red wings. Uh, I think it was over a girl. I think it was one of those dudes was talking to um, some chick that one of my buddies was messing with, and they were building up a beef over talking smack in school, and it was turned into the three o'clock high, meet me after school, you know. And so uh, we all went to that. Everyone went, I lived right across the street from Jeff, right across the street, dude. So. Everyone met at my house for everything. In the morning before school, people, they rode their BMX bikes. We all rode BMX and skated yeah. and stuff. And everyone would leave them at my house, and we'd all walk to school. And then after school, everyone would meet at my house and go where you're going to go. Or if there was a football game, everyone park, go to Edward's house, go to Edward's house. So you were the dude. I was a dude, and my parents pretty much didn't didn't mind if I drank at the house. They didn't know these other people, but if I drank at the house and, you know, they let me drink at the house, but they didn't want to rather there than running the street. So everyone kind of would come over and we had a little backroom house, like a maid's quarters, I guess. And the back there was vacant. We, my parents, I guess, would rent it out, but it was vacant at the time. And like my junior year, they offered it to me and we're like, Hey, I think it was my senior year, I think. They was like, hey... We're tired of you sneaking in girls in here. Go no, fuck they, them they back like, there. They were like, hey, man, if you want to uh, move into the little backroom house, you know, it, it's yours. And I was like, really, dude? Oh, dude. Imagine that, dude. And it was just a little efficiency. Not, you know, badass. And and so I was back there, and everyone would come over to my house soon. Anyway, this beef, it started with them, the clique, and the clan. And it got it got real, dude. And we got to... People were getting killed. Jeez. Yeah, well, what did you think? Were, I thought <clears> fights they were just, and they were maybe pushing each other. Jail? No, no, like not be, murder. It started as fighting, and you know, and then realize if you fight someone enough times and you don't win, people start shooting, you know, or if you're not even fighting one on one, you're getting jumped, and people were getting jumped. Were they in and, other gangs, or this was now a gang? Like <clears> now the, it was they were considered the clique. You know, you call it what you want. There was a group of dudes that called themselves a clique. I don't yeah. know, and there was a group of dudes that called themselves a clan. Uh, the TV, it got bad. It got so bad with some dude got. Jumped. I remember when it hit the paper that I remember the first time was we were at a homeless party because then a bunch of dudes from homes ended up joining up with us, like kind of hanging out with them. And so, there so was, what is this like 40, 50 people? Oh, at least. And there was the Jeff clan and the Holmes clan. And then there was the, the Holmes clique and the Jeff clique too. There was other dudes, same thing that they kicked it with. So the beef went on to Holmes. It even went to Marshall. Um, the, and still to this day, I hear these are all San Antonio high schools, by the way. Yeah, um, and and the click and the clan was a big, real beef, and so um, sh- people started getting shot um, and getting stabbed, and and people were going to prison, and people were getting killed, dude. Um, and it all started because one dude and one chick. I don't even like. I mean, it was a buildup of a group of dudes and another group of dudes. Yeah. You know, uh, let that little thing spark it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that just gave everyone else an excuse to not, whatever reason was to not like these. And I got along with mostly uh, those dudes. Like now, here we are. Shit, I graduated in 87, dude. Jeez. And, you Over know, that went on. Years. I joined the Navy to get away from all this stuff too, man. Yeah. I took off and while I was gone, one of them dudes got killed. Uh, one of my, you know, one of my homeboys. So shot. even after high school, they were part of oh, the clique in the clan. Because a lot of them were younger. They were coming in as freshmen when we were seniors. And 
they were, you know, having beefs, you know. Yeah. Um, and so it went on. It went on for years after high school, after I was out, because I was an older dude. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So when I was off in the Navy in boot camp, I remember uh, calling home, and I was married at the time, and my wife telling me that uh, they had killed this dude at the Phillips sixty six, and it was one of my homeboys that killed him, dude. You know, and uh, he ended up doing a lot of time in prison for that, you know, and he killed this kid. He was like, what, 18, 17? He must have been 17, 18. He did 10 years in prison for that, you know, on a 20. Wow, I'm surprised just 10. On a 20, you know. But he he, he came out and took care of his business and never been back, you know. And, And But it was an unfortunate thing. We were kids doing stupid stuff, and some people got really hurt and couldn't come back from it, you know. But, uh... Here we are years later, and I run into these dudes all the time now, man. And some of these dudes, man. Clan and click? Clan, oh, well, the clan dudes, yeah. They're my homeboys still. Yeah. A lot of them are still in prison for stuff that they did and, and in and out of prison. Um, and a lot of them dudes did the same thing, you know. But now we run into each other, and, and they respect me for all the shit that we did back in the days. You know, we're never punks, you know. Um and when we got down, dude, we we're bad. There was some bad dudes on their side and our side. And when you see them, I show them the respect. They show me, and and you know, I realized now what we went through and kind of how stupid we were and how brave we were at the same time. And uh, so now I would like, like, I hear some people hold that beef. I got homeboys that will not fucking talk from high to them. school from thirty years they ago. They will not talk to them dudes, and some of them dudes that I don't, I can't be around because they will want to fight me still. Because they'll hold them grudges for shit. On sight. <laughs> but there was some bad shit that went down. Yeah, people yeah. got teeth knocked out and people got permanent scars that are walking around going, man, if I ever run into that motherfucker again and the, they want to get them back, you know, because some people got got. And uh, luckily I never did. Um, and, but. Uh, you know what's crazy? In 10 years, when you're 60, <clears throat> they'll still have that. Oh. You were part of the clan. And that's when you might run into them at Luby's. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. They take, they take a tray of the. Ah! Yeah. Just jello, chunking square jello and fish yeah. at each other. That, and that square fish has got to be kind of rough if it hits you. Get the lime. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. And, and, and it's it's like that, though, man. It's real. Some of these dudes, you know, and I run into, I run into them all the time every weekend now. And, uh, they come to my shows now, dudes, and they they laugh and they remember this. And well, a lot of dudes bring up old memories of you know some stories are good. You think and bad. they're still living? Most of them still living in that. Some era. are, some are. There's dudes like I. This, some are, people are delusional about it, bro. Like I, uh, a while back, I was sitting in my garage playing dominoes with Vance Bradford, and I, I'm talking. It's like two in the morning. That dude. was the dude from the Deleted Podcast. Or yeah, the, the one so, I f- so that's why you wouldn't know about a deleted podcast. Well, not deleted, <laughs> but the um, audio. Redacted. I'm, 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 putting, redacted. I'm putting out clips of it before this one. So, so me and Vance are sitting in the garage playing dominoes and at like 2.15, just pop, 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 pop. Someone starts knocking on my garage door. And I'm like, what? And it's two of my old homeboys. They went to Lee because they went to Lee too. We had our, our homeboys at Lee too. A bunch of dudes. Shout out to homeboys from Lee. And, uh, they, they were did, part of the clan at Lee? It, yeah. At, at, at <laughs> Robert uh, E. Lee no, High School? No wonder. And, uh, <laughs> so uh, They were so eager to join. Yeah. They tried to take it a different direction. Yeah. No, this dude was over here banging on the door. Hey, hey, little Edward, they opened the door. And it was some friend of ours had just gotten out of prison, dude. And he was saying... So-and-so just got out of prison. He's going to call a clan meeting, bro. And, what and like, this dude was, like, winning. some of these dudes, when they get drunk, they go right back to that. Yeah. They go right back Emotionally, to that. Emotionally, they're still 17. Yeah, dude. And so I was just, I had opened the door, and he's like, hey. And I just was like, oh, hey, we'll step back a second. And he stepped back, and I just closed the garage door again and locked. Hey, for real? Yeah, for real, dude. Like, I ain't even having that conversation right yeah. now. 
It's Gator Joey right now. <clears throat> uh, but we're gonna have and he's he's what, forty five? That dude was at least forty five, yeah. And then I'm just like, dude. You know, no, I'm not having those. It's it's crazy. Yeah. People are people are stuck in that. Like, and and well, yeah. If you if you if you numb yourself uh, with drugs and everything, you stay emotionally that age, whatever. So if you're 17, it, but you're you're 45 now, you're still emotionally 17. I hate to be the trigger in a lot of these people to act like that, but a lot of times when I run into these dudes, they they haven't seen me in a long time, or they yeah. just got out and. They're just thinking about the crazy shit we used to do in yeah, high school, yeah. and they thinking I'm like that. And they're like, I heard you do comedy and da da da, and you talk talk all this shit. And, and then they like they'll see someone like a dude from the clique because we're in the neighborhood. Jefferson's right up the street, yeah. you know. So we go to the same bars right here, and we're running to them dudes, show them love. They show me love, and then this, you know, you run into some knucklehead will be like, yeah, and that so and so, that shit's dead, bro. Like that yeah. shit. And nah, bro, fuck that, you know. And like, remember, are you gonna be? And then like, remember junior year? Yeah, when he, remember like, that at the prom? He said that it was gonna go down. Well, I never made 87 it. Eighty-seven prom, come down, you know. And so <laughs> I'm just like, dude, Shit. you know. And then and then a lot of sometimes it'll almost put me in a fight with these dudes because they're mad at me for not being like that yeah. and stuck in that and oh, you're a sellout and blah blah blah. But it. But what I want to do now he's is he's still wearing the red wings and the white hat. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. The polo that he dug out of his. Hey, Edward, I got them black red wings. I finally got them. Um, but uh, um, what I would like to do is get some of the dudes uh, from the clique and uh, some of my friends from the clan. Uh, if you have any old newspaper articles, uh, old pictures of your homeboys, people that are here and not here, man. Some people are, are homeboys aren't here anymore. Yeah. You know, um, not even because of this, but just for other stuff. So but they, they can were, incriminate they themselves on old no, crimes? No, no, I'm not saying that this, not, not to incriminate, but exactly, not anything like that. Yeah. But just to talk about what you remember from those days. Yeah. And I really kind of wanted to, like, you know, call it like Click and Clan, a neighborhood feud, and interview both sides of the story. Not kind of to recreate anything yeah. and just spark up old stuff, but just, it's kind of, it's an interesting part of a history I, of I, the 80s and 90s in I San Antonio. people would literally cry from like the stories they'd be telling and it's like I, I almost a healing you know what I mean yeah like, I mean like, it'd be cool if it could really touch people in that way you know whether they're crying from a healing or crying from laughter or crying just to reminisce about how crazy we were back in the days and that we're still here now and some people aren't you know we got my brother Mark Molina dude you know he was in the mix dude he did got locked up at 18 did like 10 months got out got locked up again um, at 19 and didn't get out till he was 38 and yeah, then, um, and then died in a motorcycle wreck a few years after he was out like that, dude, you know, like, damn. And that was my bro. Yeah. Um, but he would, there's a lot Literally of Literally half his life in prison. Yeah. And he, he was, you know, here, the dude was a bad dude. And, you know, just to bring up stories and people on their side, probably see that dude in a whole different light than I see him. Right. But because some shit that went down. But I would just like to sit down with some people and kind of um, interview them and just, you know, what do you remember and just kind of shoot the That'd shit. Dope. Yeah. I remember nothing from high school. Really? Were I you? don't even do drugs or anything. I just, I really remember nothing. And then people are like, oh, I remember so-and-so from high school. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know who that is. I, I don't know any of these people. Like, oh, it's because you're stuck up. I'm like, no, I didn't go out at all. I, you didn't party? Like, no. You didn't? Uh, you weren't a social dude? I played. I was an athlete. I played basketball. Uh, I was twelfth man on the varsity <laughs> basketball team, and I had to get ready 
for practice. No, that's all I would do. Basketball. Well, that's good for your parents. I mean, that's good, but that's what parents want, right? Yeah. I was still that that kid uh, senior year getting a 12-pack of soda and going to Hollywood Video and getting the newest video game and playing that all night on a Friday night. Or I'd go on dates, but usually... You were the daughter your parents never had, huh? Uh, no, my brother was the daughter. <laughs> oh, really? It was worse than you? <laughs> was, uh, you know, no, he'd go out oh. with my parents and eat and like talk politics. Well, actually, no. Snitch on you? He was crazier because uh, his senior year, he started hanging out with these uh, redneck dudes and uh, they'd, yeah, they'd get crazy. So you I know. won't say what he did, but yeah, he'd get crazy. I'm like, and they're like, yeah, your brother, he did this again. Da-da-da. I'm just like, if I would have done any of that, it would have been all. Uh, now you're going to military school, da, 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 you know. But with him, you were the just, oldest. I was the oldest. I was like, man, I set such a good. And you know what's messed up too? I would I would party in Mexico my senior year, but the only reason I got invited is because I didn't drink. So, so designated driver. I was designated driver, and the very first you were the girl that your parent that your friends damn, never I guess so. had to hang the out. The very with. first time they all convinced me, and the very first time they convinced me to go to uh, it was Reynosa. Mm-hmm. It was a club called Fridas. And uh, we go there, and everybody freaked out that I'm there. Like, what the hell are you doing here? And I want to be like, what the hell are you doing here? You graduated two years ago. You're freaking hitting on 15 year olds, nasty mother. So anyway, but you could do that in Mexico. And yeah, yeah. that's why you go to Mexico. It was like freshman kids there. Yeah, all the way. All bets are off in Mexico. And you know, it was crazy. All these dudes who actually lived there in Reynosa would try to get in the club, but they never. I felt so bad. They would be in there like Sunday best with ties and suits, and some dudes holding flowers trying to get in, and they'd be like, nah. And they'd see us. They're like, come on in. Yeah. Yeah, they know the Americans are yeah, spend some money. Oh uh, yeah, what what it was is you'd get five people and they each put in twenty bucks and that gets you into the VIP and you got a bottle of bucanas, which I found out later is called Buchanan's, and then uh, they get Sprite, blech, and they mix those two and they drink. And I wouldn't drink, but I would, and you know what those those parties I remember. I remember going in and watching watching a dude getting a blowjob. In the corner, I'm Why just were you in, in the there club. watching. Why were you watching? I was in the VIP section. I <laughs> oh, was, that's, what, that's what you get in the VIP. I was in the watch. I was a watcher, and I was just I was like, like that dude's like giving, giving a blowjob or no, giving, giving a blowjob. Oh, okay. Not giving a blowjob. He's getting a blowjob, and I was just like, well, I like how you just giving a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Giving a blowjob. <laughs> and so, but anyway, uh, the very first night, uh, it's time to drive back, right? And uh, my friends are all fucked up, so I get in. And I go down uh, the street. Uh, it's a one way, but I go the wrong way. I don't know it's the wrong way. And there's cop cars right here on the Mexico? side. In Mexico. Yeah, every lights turn on. Way. This side, lights turn on. And I'm like, what the hell? These cops' lights turn on. Keep going. Two cop cars pull up in front, right in front of me and stop. Get out. Guns drawn, right? I jump out of the car with my hands. I was like, oh, my God. I'm surprised they didn't shoot what me. What year was this? It's 2002 or 2003. Yeah. So it was right before it got bad. Oh five, oh six. We stopped going. When it got bad. Yeah, we stopped going around there because it's just when I stopped going. Yeah, and so uh, I jump out the car right, and then we ended up having to pay them a hundred bucks. And they're like, they they were they were convinced I was drunk, and my friend was talking to them, and he was just like, he's just he's stupid. He's he's better than that one. Like he's just he's just dumb. It's not his fault. Did you know Spanish? Did you? Yeah, but I didn't have, when the cops pulled over, I I knew no Spanish, nothing. I just uh, I actually jumped out and said, "I don't speak Spanish." Like I knew nothing. I forgot all Spanish. And I was just like, "Hi." Good thing I started speaking English because maybe they would have shot my ass. But we ended up paying a hundred bucks, mostly me that paid them. So my very first time in Mexico, I drank nothing, but I paid a lot of money. We got back alive. Nice, you made it back, dude. Almost That's got all shot. That and then dude. and then I didn't go back for like nine months. 
And I guess nobody wanted to invite me because uh, no, there's always a reason for yeah. Josh not to get invited. Because uh, I'm, I'm uh, the only sober dude to almost get shot in Mexico by the cops just because he went down the one way. You're a jackass. The, dude. You're the yeah. jackass, dude. Yeah. I'm, I I I was I. Uh, so I guess I was a social guy because I rode BMX, I guess, in high school, and then I skated. Yeah. But it's weird because I skated and hung around with the skaters, but I hung around with the rowdies at the parties. Yeah. Because the skater dudes didn't go to those parties. You know, the skater dudes were doing... but They are uh, skating at night. No, 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 not at night. Like, maybe they were playing video games and staying home and skate. You know, maybe skating in the backyard, just not do, going out to clubs. They weren't the, out to club guys because they were usually a lot of them were kind of nerdy type of yeah. dudes or whatever but i was a skater dude that lived in both worlds yeah they lived in both worlds but i wasn't I, I and then my friends were the jocks and stuff too so you know so i was out to a lot of like i knew a lot of different groups and then i went to two different high schools so central catholic into jeff so i knew people from both so we, had, we were at the central and central and incarnate word parties run hand in hand and those were some of the best parties incarnate word parties and so Why wow, a bunch of rich kids That live in nice houses Incarnate Word High School I'm talking yeah. about They were in high school They're to girls It's an all girls school Oh all the girls are gonna, You didn't know Incarnate Word Is an all girls school no, Oh yeah Incarnate Word and Central The last two All guy and all girls schools So Central parties Had all the Incarnate Word Incarnate Word girls there You know Incarnate Word parties Was you know Everyone You know And they were kind of slutty You know I'm not saying oh. slutty But they was They were just uh, They're Ready to party The you hoped they were slutty, <laughs> but, uh, you know, in your dreams, they were slutty, but they were the prettier, the richer girls, the popular yeah. girls, and they were going to Incarnate Word, the best school, you know? And when I went to Central, you that's who you mingled with, you know? And Providence is right next door to Incarnate Word, I mean, to Central Catholic, and but you didn't fuck with the Providence girls. You fucked with the Incarnate Word girls, you know? Because they were prettier? Yeah, you know, that's, yeah. I mean, it, not all the time, of course no, not. No, but, but that's so weird, though. I've, I've noticed that, that it was stereotypically, stereotypically a certain yeah. school had better looking people than other schools. It's like, oh, this, this, we don't look at that school. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked shit about. I don't even want to say this because I ain't trying to start any <laughs> shit. But y'all know who y'all are, you ugly motherfuckers out there. So, <laughs> so, hey, nobody want to party yeah, with you. Yeah, you know who stayed home on the weekend. I was at all the parties. But yeah, we were... We went to a lot of parties back then, so I was social back then, and now I I don't know I, I don't like them big crowds now, dude. Mm. I don't like like I've never been to Mardi Gras. You been to Mardi Gras? Nope. Never been to Mardi Gras, dude. I don't think I ever go to Mardi Gras. I've never been. I don't think I have any urge I, or want. I've even to been to Fiesta, and I live here. Ever? Ever? I've never been to what Fiesta. What do you mean? That Fiesta covers a lot of ground, though. Uh, I've never been to Oyster Bake. I've never been to. Never been to the Oyster Bake. Nope. It's worth yeah. going to check out, though. I've never been to anywhere where there's a lot of people. Other than a Spurs game, I've never... Yeah, because they're definitely not at your shows. No, 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 no. That's, I like, that's hey, a good place to keep... You like it to be... I very like few small, people. quaint little shows. Eight that's people. A, that's it. He you specializes. Know, eight, eight to 20 people, somewhere in between there. You know, and it's a good, intimate show. A uh, little bit of laughter, you know, and then everybody goes home and goes to bed because they're tired. Badass. That's what you <laughs> get to expect from Josh Cavazza's show. Yeah. No, they're great shows. Um, no, just, uh, I wouldn't, the other place we go to is, uh, Progreso. Yeah, I've been there. There was like a bunch of bars in a row. I'm an idiot. My mom had a brand new Tahoe and she left, uh, they left to South Padre, her, my brother and my dad. And I stayed cause I think I was working at the time. I was working at Cinemark and my friend was like, let's go to Mexico. I was like, all right. 
And it, and usually you park and you walk across. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not parking here, dude. There's somebody break in or nobody's watching. You're going to drive it across? I'm going to drive it across. Yeah. I drove it across, parked it right in front of the bar, fucking with a brand new towel. They All the, 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 the staff comes up to me and is like, hey, how you doing? You know, because they see me in a brand new towel. Yeah. And I don't drink at the time. And they're just like, oh, no, no, I don't drink. I don't drink. I was going I was going to Mexico and not getting drunk. I was just observer. I was just going to watch. Mexico and getting hammered. Fucked up. Dude, I was going to Nuevo Laredo, though. Yeah. Um, and that's where the cartel shit started happening real bad. Yeah. And uh, I was over there. One, one day there, I was at this bar called La Mina. Right when you crossed the bar, my dad's friend owned it. And so they would look out for me there. And it was upstairs, downstairs. But usually during the day, they would just open the downstairs part. And so... Um, I'm there. It's just about just starting to get dark. And um, there was some dude sitting there. And I guess uh, he overheard me ask order drinks in English. And uh, he was by himself. So he was looking for someone to speak English to. I could tell. And he came, hey, man, you got the time? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, hey, what's up? Where are you from? He starts talking, hey, man, you want a beer? I got you, dude. And he pulls out this big old fucking wad of money. And he pulled it out, kind of showing out. Like, you know, he knew that. And he pulls it back. Come on, man. He's all, he was all prison tatted up. He said he was from Houston. He said that he was there collecting money because his brother had a Palatera bicycle th- a business, and then he goes and coll- he they. So they were selling drugs. Yeah, he was yeah. a drug dealer. So uh, I'm like, all right, cool, you know, whatever. And so um, he's there. So I stayed there hanging out with this dude, um, shit, for a couple of hours. He's buying drinks, and we're, you know, um, now it's probably like six thirty when we started. Now it's about eight thirty. And uh, he's talking about, well, these these little cute little girls came in passing out flyers for some strip club uh, up the street. And he was like, hey. Boys want- Town. No, not Boys uh, Town. Just a strip club. He was like, hey, you want to go check out the strip club? Bro, I got you, bro, man. Let's go check it out. Let me go drop off some of this money to my bro and stuff. And then we'll meet up here. About, let's meet up here about 10, you know, 1030. And then we'll go. And, and uh, I was like, all right, you know, shit. Cool. I ain't got nothing to do tonight, you know, because I was going to stay one more night in Mexico. So how old are you? This was shit, 2003. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, about, 2000, about 2004 maybe because it was just starting. The shit was starting up because I went to split to go back to the hospital. I worked at a hospital over there. And I went to go take off to the hospital where all my stuff was at and to, you know, just and to chill for a while and to sober up kind of. We were taking shots and stuff. And this dude, he was all buzzed, dude, and he walks out. He pays a tab and then walks out, and these two dudes were standing outside the bar, and one dude hits. I, I look back, and I see one dude hits the other dude on the leg, and they, and they turn around and start walking right behind this dude. And this dude's fucking stumbling, right? Yeah. And he, he's walking, and I'm watching those guys right behind him, and I go, hey. And he starts, I go, Carlos. I think his name was Carlos. Go, Carlos, and he stops, and those dudes bump into him. And, and then they walk, and they just lean up against the car, and they're looking around, and then this dude's like, huh? I go, hey, man, those dudes are following you, dude. And uh, those guys are looking at me like, what? And, and he's like, huh, them? And I said, yeah, those dudes are following you, dude. And he's like, what's up? And they were just like, mm. and he was like, hey, he goes, all right, man, I'll meet you after a while. And he turns around and starts walking. They start walking right behind him again. I'm surprised they didn't go after you. I know. And I go, hey, I didn't even think about that then. I go, hey. And he stops again. And they just leaned up against the building. And like, I go, dude. Those dudes are following you, bro. Yeah. They, he kept pulling out that money. And he was like, hey, what's up? And they were like, what's up? And he was like, oh, shit. Like, I know you could see there was a difference. All of a sudden, it changed. And he walked a little bit, and they kind of walked slowly, and we're just kind of like acting like they were like, and he went into a liquor store. He walked in. He goes, I'll be good. Don't worry. And he went into this liquor store, and I just, I took off, and I went over to the hospital, whatever, and about 10 o'clock, I came back to look for him, 
and I didn't see him. And after I waited about 30 minutes, I said, eh, fuck, this is probably not a good idea to do yeah. this anyway. And I'm just going to go back and crash out for the night. And I went back, and there's those two dudes. They were following, were sitting out there, and they looked at me, walked by, and I was just like, Ooh, oh, shit. Fuck. But I had my car parked right there yeah. up the street. So, uh, but they were probably going to get me. But to come to think of it, they might have been cartel dudes. You know, that, you know, that was just building up, and they were burning people and burning people and burning people at the time, robbing motherfuckers. Yeah. Ooh, so yeah, yeah, I missed uh, that situation. Maybe, maybe. So I, I, I quit when. Um, <laughs> hey, those guys are gonna murder you. Yeah. Hey, they're gonna cut your head off in the desert. You're gonna be on video. Hey, hey, you know what? They're gonna cut your head off. Why the fuck would you do that? Well, they were right behind. I know that, but I still, just, dude, we, you could have been like, hey, come here real quick. But none of that shit had been going on. There was nothing in the yeah. news oh, about okay, it yet. So nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know anything about it. No one did. Yeah. And then it wasn't until about a year after that that they were saying, this is going, this is going on, and don't go, and don't go. And then it, and then I just said, hey, man. Then it, you had to get a passport. Mm-hmm. That's when you stopped. What year was that? 05, 06? 06. Yeah, when you had to get a passport, that's when I stopped going. Yeah. Um. But one one night I was there, and um, one night I take got these patients checked in. It was these um these four brothers, these four black dudes came in from Houston, mm-hmm. and um, actually it was one it was the wife of one of them um, was having some procedure done, and so um, she goes, uh, "Hey, but as soon as she got checked in, he comes up to me, and goes, hey, man,' and he had three friends with him. That no, he had her brother and two two homeboys, and he was like, "Hey, man, um." I heard about this place here called like Boys Town or some oh, shit like that, yeah, right? Yeah. I've heard so many stories about Boys Town. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, man, let's go check it out, bro. Just like for an hour. I go, bro, you don't go to Boys Town for an hour, dude. And he was like, oh, you know, a couple of hours in, man. Let's just go check it out. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. I was like, all right, dude, y'all can't go alone. I know I'm definitely not going to let y'all try to get a taxi and ask them to send, take you to Boys Town. And I said, all right, dude, we'll go. But we got to stick together, dude. And y'all got to listen to me, you know. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then this other Mexican kid, uh, I don't know where he was from. He was there with his wife. His wife was getting like a boob job or something. And he was like, uh, he comes over, hey, man, I heard y'all are going to Boys Town and stuff. You know, my wife's going to be gone for a minute too, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was, can I jump in with you and go? And so, all right. So now I'm taking four black dudes and this little Mexican dude. He's probably like in his late 20s. So we get a taxi and we all squeeze in this motherfucker and go to Boys Town, dude, and these fucking dudes started acting like kids in candy store. Except the one black dude was, um, the the husband goes, man, he goes, uh, I can't even do anything here. He goes, that's my my, my wife's brother. Oh, he goes, yeah. He goes, right now, he acting cool in a motherfucker. We get back as soon as he wants to hold some shit over my head. Like, he'll he try to borrow money all the time. I don't give it to him. Shit. Yeah. 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 He goes, yeah, I know, whole ass motherfucker. But he goes, but I just wanted to be here, like I said, just to see. But that, that motherfucker will fuck me over. And he so he was yeah. like, so I was like, okay, I got you, dude. So we just we we went and chilled for fucking, you know. Two, I heard three, when you get there, there's like dudes in front with machine guns and there's, shit. There's uh, there's not just dudes in front of. There's the regular cops just rolling through there in their trucks and shit with their machine guns in their trucks and all that. And they're just letting everything go down. It's just a wall around a. I don't know. I mean, it seems like. Blocks and blocks, and then there's just a wall around these blocks and an entry, a one way in and one way out, and it's just lawlessness in there, dude. It's yeah. a fucking free for Mexico within Mexico. Yeah, yeah. It and so, 
you're just in there. All these clubs. I mean, the strip clubs. They get butt naked. There's donkey shows going on. There's the. Uh, oh yeah, I heard about. Three that. times I waited for the fucking donkey show. The donkeys outside smoking a cigarette and shit. <laughs> and shit. I was like, hey, what's up? He was like, yeah, bro, they're gonna. We're, we're gonna do this today. And then the, I guess they were having some contract negotiations with the donkey because donkey couldn't get it up. Three times the donkey. <laughs> you should seen the girl. She, the donkey was like, oh no, you're not making me do her again, dude. And, <laughs> but when we went in, they were like, okay, it's. Uh, they said donkey show in 15 minutes. So we go in there, yeah, and then they're like. Like, hey, well, there's not enough people. The club was all empty, and there's all these he-she chicks, like big chicks. And I was like, yeah. dude, this, these are he-she. So I told the black dude, hey, but watch out, dude. These are fucking he-she's, you know? Yeah. And what do you mean? And I was like, bro, what do you mean, what do I mean? <laughs> you could tell. Back yeah. in 03, nobody said transgender. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, and so uh, he-she. Yeah, so I'm old school. Yeah. So um, so anyway, they, we're waiting, and then they, they come up, and they say, hey, man, uh, uh, there's not enough people in here for the donkey show for the girl to pay her to do the donkey show yeah. so unless y'all want to pitch in like y'all pay like 30 bucks each um we could have y'all can watch the donkey show I'm like nah i ain't no, I, I wouldn't want to watch i say you that. know what y'all are supposed to be having a show to bra- draw people in i'm not yeah. gonna pay you to have your own damn show yeah you know i said nah dude we're we're out of here and three times i've gone in there and, and that it never happened i've never seen yeah. the donkey show but anyway we just wait well, that's good for you though, it is dude. i'm glad dude yeah. i will go i hope i can you rest don't peacefully see one day knowing that i never saw the donkey show yeah. but i kind of do want to see it but and I, but not really yeah. <laughs> but not really so anyway so those i want to and then it's like oh now, I, why did i see this why am i here yeah exactly i know it's going to be one of those regrettable things you see so oh. anyway we we split we hung out there and then anyway we split so on the way back um I had the taxi driver stop at this, this place about two blocks from the hospital where we're all staying at called a, a Fiesta. And it's just a little block of a place, and it's full of beer, yeah. just wall-to-wall beer. And you can get in and go in there and pick what you want out. Or when you pull up, there's all these little dudes that will come out to the car. Hey, man, you know, kick it is. And they'll tell you, and you just tell them three of these and that. And this, they'll run in, and, you know, you give them the change, and that's how they get their hustle money, you know, the poor people. And so... We pull up and these dudes are thinking, oh, I want this and that. And then uh, the, my dad's partner, the other doctor that owned the hospital in Mexico, he's not cool with drinking all the time at the hospital. And I didn't want to go after we were kind of buzzed, show up with all these dudes and with all beer. We're getting out with beer now. And he's like, well, hey, dude, what's your son telling these people? You know? Yeah. And so I was like, you know what, dude? I said, let's just go back to the hospital and make sure the doctor's left for the evening before we show up with all this beer. And good thing. But so we had stopped and had this conversation. I said, nah, let's... Go check first. So we backed up and drove off. Two blocks away, dude. Pull up. That doctor is standing in the parking lot on the phone. Hey, don't go back outside. He's got a transistor radio in in one hand, too. Hey, they just killed someone at the Fiesta. They just killed two people. I said, we just drove off from the Fiesta. He goes, no, right now, they just killed someone right now. They're talking about, man, there's people yelling. And then cops start shooting by. Um, and I guess they must have pulled up when we were driving off. Um, two dudes, one dude went inside, and another car pulled up next to him. Dudes got out and shot the dude in the head right there that was in the car and went in and shot the other dude in the head inside the place and split, too. Oof. So we missed that. Must have been about by a minute, 30 seconds or something, dude. So they're like, so I guess we should have got that beer before Yeah, I know. It was like, <laughs> we can't go get beer now. And so they were, because the doctor was like, don't go back out. Y'all don't go back out. And they were like, what? And like, yeah, bro. Two people just got shot in the head right Holy there. Holy shit. And uh, so, I yeah. Didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know Boys Town was like that. So it's like, how many clubs? Like, like a ton? Like 12, 13, 14? More. It's, wow. Dude, it's, it's, it's all strip me, clubs? Me, uh no, it's not all strip clubs. Yeah, it's all strip clubs and whorehouses. It's it's little dude. There's little 
doors like like uh imagine like uh if uh, when you're opening someone's door to a little bedroom just a little shack and i don't even know if there's a restroom in there but there's all there's a long sidewalk and there's all these doors and there's girls standing in front of the doors right oh, there yeah. you know and um and you could see the doors are open and you could see a bed in there and night a nightstand but it just looks like a square i don't know if there's another room with a restroom or they all share a restroom somewhere yeah of what they're they're standing they just in front get wipies of, in a hole or whatever and there's there's standing in front of them and then there's other big clubs that are that are um the girls are all walking around in like bikinis and stuff like that and and they're just di- there's different ones there's real real nice ones too man like uh, club us papagayos i think was one of them uh just like the being at the palace dude just yeah. that nice the girls that uh, good looking yeah. yeah but the difference in these places is in the back of these clubs are rooms where you could go in there with the ever girls. since dust till dawn i'll never go into a strip club in mexico yeah <laughs> man i mean they're they're it's i mean I, I never did anything in I mean, I've never gone to a strip club ever. But I just ever. went and saw that, that, that it, those Sweetie. girls are, you feel sorry for them almost. You yeah. see them and, you know, and I tip them, you know, they'll come and just They don't now, love their know. job? They might, you know, some of them are made for And then, then there's bars that you just go in and it's like a regular bar. Yeah. Um, and there's just, there's a bunch of girls in there, but they're not like in bikinis or anything like that, but they're, they're kind of dressed up, trying to look, look all sexy. Um, and they come and they'll just hey when they, they see new people come in they'll go try to talk to you and they try to get you to buy them a drink that's yeah. how they make money and so if that when they sit down and the waitress the waiter you know this is the game they're gonna come oh, can sit down but when they start talking to you you want to then boom here comes the waiter y'all want a drink two drinks uh yeah of course i'm gonna buy you a drink and then they bring her a little mini corona coronita you know, she gets the little mini Corona and you get the regular beer. Yeah. And and then, you know, she keeps getting those drinks and she makes money because you're buying it at the same price of these big beers. Yeah. And I think she gets like a ticket and she cashes them in at the end of her night and that's how she makes her money. Shit. Yeah, so, and there's those bars, but there's like just club the, bar after there club was, bar. There was, a, there was a comic, I won't mention his name, but he told me that... Uh, Let me guess his name. I'm going to start throwing out names. All as right, you can guess us. his name. So... He said that he went to a show, right? And it was in Mexico. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be a donkey show at Boys Town, right? And Bro. no. And so he he goes out. He goes out to the show, right? George. And <laughs> stop trying to guess the name. Okay. Uh, we just said yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so yeah, we'll say it's George. It wasn't, okay. but we'll say it's George. Okay. So they go out. It wasn't George. Okay. So we go. They go out to the club, right? And um, Mexican. And they're like, "Who Did wants you know Spanish?" Yeah. He oh. goes, who wants to go to, who who wants to fuck this chick? And to grow in front, like, hooker, right? And it's like, yeah. And then this one dude, right, goes, I want to fuck, drunk as shit. From Mexico, though. He said he was like, dude, just from Mexico. I want to fuck her. And he's just like, all right, well, come on up, right? And he's like, all right, all right. And he goes up there, and he pulls down his pants, and he can't get it up, and he's trying to get it up. And he's jerking out. She's like, come on. And he's trying to get it up, right? And then this dude comes out from the back, and he's in a gorilla uh, outfit, right? And he has a fake banana in his hand. He's going, shh, and everybody's dying laughing. He's like, ah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And he's trying to get it up. Can't get it up. Then they hold the guy down, and the gorilla sticks a banana in, banana his, ass. in his ass. <laughs> and he's yelling, and his friends are laughing. Everybody's laughing. I never saw that show. And then <laughs> he's telling me this story. And he goes, oh, it was hilarious. I was just like, Anthony Torino. No, he's. I, I was like, dude, you just told me a story about how a man got sodomized in That's front a prison of, story, in dude. front of everybody. It was by him, a, by a dude in a group. And then, he, and then he goes, 
oh shit, that was, I never thought about it that way. I was like, how have you never thought about it in the actual context of what fucking happened? That, it's just like, because his friends are laughing and, you know. Dude. That's the worst friends ever. And then how did it end? <laughs> I have like, no idea. He killed, he got he up killed and himself. Out. Yeah, no, they ah, got you, him and walked out. You, ah, you got every me. Every time he fired, it smelled like banana. <laughs> ah, he took the banana out. He's like, yeah. oh, you got me. Here you and go. How do you not what the fuck? Keep, go back and murder Everybody. the gorilla. <laughs> Everyone in a gorilla suit at Boys Town, dude. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Any banana seller around oh, the area, dude. But that is a crazy story. Now, and I asked him, too, I was like, "Is this a real story? This really <laughs> happened?" A real st- and he was just oh. like, "Yeah, I saw it laughing as he said it." I was like, "I think he combined a Boys dude, Town story with, the w- with um, coming to America, not coming to America, uh, trading places." Yeah, when he put on the gorilla suit and he yeah. put him in the thing with the bananas, and then thought of rape in oh. one of his stories. Oh, that I'll, is, I'll bleep his name. It was. Who told me that? I was gonna say, was it? Yes, dude. Yes. Oh, dude. Yeah, it was. I checked the time too, so I don't want to believe his name. Dude. But yeah, I was like, dude, that's not a that. I mean, well, you know, well, I, now we can't go on. Uh, well, I just, I'm believing his name, so. Okay, well, I know. Well, it makes sense if there's one dude, uh, it's probably who it could be. Yeah. <laughs> when we went to his house, he's the first dude to show me beheading videos. And what the fuck? He was one. You got to see, and he was all excited about the. Um, the what's it called the the chainsaw beheading because the guy's eyeball I didn't notice it but at first because he, he would watch this and he showed ah, did you see it did you see it and I was like what and his eyeball fucking flew out of his head when the chainsaw hit his neck and I was like no and when when you watch it in slow motion pop the dude the chainsaw it's just uh, he loved it <laughs> that Why? was the punchline dude. Yeah, that's, so I was, I that's a real murder. Yeah, that was, yeah. Like, a lot of people yeah. are like, well, it's like video games. I'm like, no, no, no. I know video games are fake, right? Dude. It's That's real that was, And because right afterwards, murder. they murder the dude's nephew with a spork, it seems like, dude. They can't. Like, ah! a, like a little kid? No, no, not a little kid. Like a grown-ass dirty, but it was the, the guy whose head got cut off with the, with the chainsaw. I mean, he probably lived a hard life, but I'm going to guess he was in his late 40s, yeah. you know. Um, and then the dude, the nephew uh, was probably like in the late 20s, early 30s. And he he's right there watching his uncle get, well, he, he was looking the other way. Yeah. And they start, they come in with a with a nice angle, you know, because like, the chainsaw is long, you know, and you can't yeah. just come inside because he could have did the chin tuck. Yeah. And it would have, you know, Mike caught his chin and got a little messy. Yeah. So... He went in with the straight angle because the dude even put his head up like that. Yeah, he doesn't want to get hit in the chin. Make yeah, it as fast I, as possible. That, that might kind of hurt. Yeah. And so he put his head up like that. And so the the nephew, they're both sitting on the ground all beat up, though. And the nephew kind of looked over when they were going to start. So he just looked the other way. And they started, Meh. and so when they went in, but they didn't count on the cave-in, you know, system when the body collapsing into, Meh. and, and uh, as he's going like this, and he's trying to cut it. The chainsaw goes through and hits the nephew's shoulder. It looks like because the nephew's getting getting splatter shot all over him. And he's sitting here looking this way, and then like it looks like it hits his shoulder a little bit. And then he kind of like, he looks, and then they grab him and pull him down, and they start cutting his head off with a fucking knife, just butter to- knife or something because they're really having trouble doing it. And this dude is making all kinds of horrible noises. Oh. Yeah, and that's why I was just like ah, and then was like yeah did, or did the dude was like did you see it did you see it and i was like uh so if, if so it's gonna happen the the uncle got away with it 
I mean, he didn't get away with it, but he got. Do you think he got away with it? He got well, the better got end of the deal the, of the bad go. deal. Yes. Yeah, he got the lesser a lot, two. A lot quicker. Yeah. A lot quicker. Yeah, because this dude was, and you could hear him breathing. Even after they, like, you could still hear him just breathing and breathing. They were, yeah, it was bad. It bad That's painful. Then he, he showed me that, and we stayed at, we did, we were doing a week of shows, uh, there with I was in town with uh, shout out to my homeboy from LA uh, George Perez yeah. uh, from LA uh, I was there with George doing a week of shows there and he showed that to us and that was right in the midst of that buildup of the cartel stuff and we were doing shows all along the border and uh, RG, RGV that one by, by the sheriff's office yeah. uh, Rio Grande City right that, yeah. that, we were doing that horrible gig and all that, and he was like, "Yeah, you know." And I was like, "Bro, this is some real stuff going on here, dude. We can't just be hanging around, going down these dark streets. People are getting jacked, you know." And so, um, yeah, it was a it was an interesting well, when you time live, watching those when you, and then going out into it. What What's weird when you live in the valley, you almost let your guard down a little bit. Cause yeah, because just, you can't just be like that all the time. You yeah, just, and you kind of live, but it's weird. That I've heard other stories, other comics. Uh, I think it was Shane. Was Shane Moss? It was somebody uh, who was a pretty established comment was talking about how they went down the valley and were scared. Like they acted like the whole valley like was the border. Yeah, like they were in Iraq. And I was just like, I've never heard about it. I've had people in this way. Patients say, Man, I'm not going to Mexico to get anything. It's like Iraq over there. And I was like, Really? And they're like, Yeah, I watch the news. I know. Because the news just yeah. shows. You know, like it's um, well, just how Trump said how San Antonio is now a safe city because we have a that wall around wall, it. Yeah, wall. I was yeah. like sixteen oh four. What are you talking about? Yeah. What wall? We have a wall. We do. Yeah. <laughs> what wall? It's Boys Town. Is the Alamo? Uh, but just just like you know, when you see people, uh, they show videos of prison. It's always the rowdy shit. They don't show oh, yeah. the people just you know, playing dominoes, yeah, having always being good. They got to yeah. show the rowdy shit. And so when people see anything about prison, all they think, man, it's just you know, you want hey, to be, so many riots. No. Because of that, well, I never was gonna get a Spurs tattoo, but I will never ever ever get a Spurs or Alamo tattoo. Only if it's on your neck. <laughs> Only if it's on your neck, dude. That's how you. If you should get one. For each championship that they won, all the trophies. Dude, I went to eat at a restaurant the other day, man, and the dude there has spurs big across his neck, and uh, I mean, it it looked cool. They're gonna slice Uh, that shit off if you go to Mexico. He's he's. Why would they slice it off from Mexico? I mean, not Mexico. If you go to jail here in San Antonio, who's gonna slice? Nah, hell no. Who's gonna slice it off? If uh, there's a certain gang that that's there. Yeah, uh, he shit. might probably he oh, probably he, runs with them, dude. Okay, uh, that makes you sense. know, and or when you get there, they're gonna ask you, "Hey, homeboy, I see you from here." You know, uh, right? Yeah. So this is how it is. You gonna run with us, or you gonna represent? They probably say, "Yeah,", yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. So, so he, yeah, it's the other dudes and the, the you know other people. It's when you get down there and 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 now I guess they categorize you as a gang because they'll lock yeah. you up. They they categorize all your tattoos. They took they they took my stuff in, in when I was in paradise uh, yeah. just because I had a big uh, uh, sun on the spurs and the skyline. Some dude drew it on there. I don't know. And you get there, you know, hey man, I do it for three bucks. And yeah, okay, you know, you let some dude draw a badass picture on your bag. They took it and my cup said spurs on it. They took it. You know, and that's a gang, it's gang-affiliated oh, stuff, okay, you know, so saying. you have to keep it blank, you know. It's it's altering, you know, they want to look for a reason, it's altering 
something he bought from commissary that wasn't issued like that. Yeah, so yeah. They, they can do whatever excuse. But yeah, it's because of that. You know Joey, right? He has a, he was talking about how he has a shamrock. Joey who? McCormick. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has a shamrock on his butt cheek. And he goes, dude, I can't go to jail, dude. And he goes, as soon as they see that shit, they'll cut that tattoo out of my ass cheek. And not the skin. They'll cut a hole in my... He's like, I have two assholes. They'll cut what? it out. Who will? What is he who, 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 why would you get a shamrock on your ass cheek? No, but, I have no idea. Who is going to go after him? With this? There's not a big Irish enemy gang. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be... Isn't that uh, white supremacist? A shamrock? Not necessarily. Oh, I guess he just saw it on uh, one of the not necessarily one of one I of mean, the gang one of the prison. It, maybe someone who was a white supremacist had one on him. Yeah, but that's I don't think that is an indication of white supremacy. What if he just puts a picture of an, the fighting Irish next to it and all that and covers it up? I don't think you know he's. That's not one of the main identifiers. I don't think. I don't know. I might be out of the loop. I don't know. He Doug. might get. He might get shanked day one. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Edward. You yeah. know, I don't no, know. No, he's Edward said I'm fine. He said I'm cool. Stop poking me. You no, know, well, the, you keep showing us your ass with your <laughs> shaman. Yeah, I know. Maybe he'll get stabbed in the butt. Is like, this good, guys? How I'm many fine. times is he gonna go around showing his ass? Like, get, I guess know, just in the shower. Guess that. And that's where that's crazy. But that is where you are. Like new people that get to a prison and say oh, I'm not with anyone, and you. When you eventually they got to go to the shower, yeah, and everyone's gonna see what tattoos they have on them, yeah, and who you're representing or who you were out in the world or whatever. If you were representing some shit, and that's for people who lied about their shit can't lie anymore, you know. And you're like, oh fuck, that dude's done, you know. You'll see Just him. A big old swastika across his uh, chest. Whatever it is, you know. There's uh, you you saw uh, a little bit of that, but the people like that are gone. They're gone. They like if. For somehow they slipped through classification, through they somehow made it into population with whatever markings they had on oh, them. So, didn't those, go to so if you have a certain tattoo, you automatically have to go to a certain. You, they'll seg you. Yeah. They'll say that's gang affiliation, bro. Before we can even let you run around with that, because everyone else might assume it's this, you'll disturb a peaceful thing that we got going on. You, you did that. Boom. You go to the restroom. You know, and you go down there with the other knuckleheads until we determine whether you are or you aren't. And, and if I, you're not, holy shit. And if you're not, yeah, you might have done some stupid, stupider shit than you thought. And, you know, and if you are, you should be used to being in the restroom then. That's how you do your time, you know? Yeah. And so The restroom. That's pretty much what it is. You're in a fucking restroom with a bed. Oh, it's oh, okay. I get it. It's cell, just a toilet. You know? I had a buddy, man, one of my good homeboys that was went to Holmes. He was a Holmes clanner, dude. Uh he um, got busted. He, he got caught up in a murder. Uh, he wasn't the, the one who murdered I was going to say, how do you he get caught He happened to be in the car when someone else shot someone. Yeah, yeah. And he had been on probation already, so they didn't give him, they didn't give him a, a, you know, any chance for probation anymore. And so he got like 18 years, dude, in uh, state. So uh, when he got down there, he started fucking around with some crazy people, and he ended up uh, shanking someone like the first two years he was in. Uh, doing something like that, he got someone pretty bad, and then uh, they locked him up for like a year or two, segged him, he got out, within six months did it again, and then they segged him for 12 years. That has to make you insane. He did like, yeah, he did like 14 and a half years. He did like 14 and a half but years. But I'm saying being by yourself that long has to drive you. Yeah, and he did 14 and a half years and segged, dude. That's fucking crazy, dude, because I did like, 
six, seven months, you know, just, you know, locked down and was like, fuck, you know? And it wasn't even for, you know, it was just the whole, the whole prison was locked down. Yeah. Um, but this dude, you know, like, to do that, dude, and come out and still be sane, dude, you know, says a lot about you mentally. But, yeah, this, this dude was a bad motherfucker, too, back in the days. Do but they let you read in SAG? Or? Yeah, yeah, you can, well, yeah, they'll have, you can get library books and stuff, too. Uh, it depends on what level of security you are, too. But, yeah, you can usually get, sometimes you can't do get anything but your Bible. That's it. Yeah, get your Bible. That's why them, a lot of them dudes know all the Bible and all this shit, you know, because yeah. they read it. I never actually read the whole Bible. Have you? No. I started to, and I thought, you know, everyone does it when you get in there. I read Victory Outreach. I'll I cry in the body. Oh, you know, everyone reads that. Um, but uh, I tried reading the Bible. It just didn't, like, interest me. The way it's written, you know, and stuff, yeah. it's... Um, I wanted to read it, but I just never got through it. Yeah. I, I, I got... I can't... I can't... I was gonna say I can't read. <laughs> I can I, I read the same page like four or five times. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, kind of because I wouldn't get into it too much. Audio books, though, I'll go through a whole audio book in one day. It's not reading, Josh. But it's still listening to a book. I don't know. I haven't gotten and into those yet. I did it, a whole lot of reading. In my head. I've read a whole lot. And have you seen that dude on Jeopardy that's killing it right now? No. Oh, you haven't. He's won. Yesterday was his nineteenth episode that he's won. He's at a million four. Shit. And this dude, at dude, you should see this dude's crushing people. That you look next to him, one dude had five thousand, the other person had sixty six hundred, and he had like sixty five thousand. You know, he's he's averaging seventy thousand a show. Dang. His highest show, I think, was one hundred thirty one thousand. And that dude, he's a sports better in Vegas, and that how he got so smart was just reading, yeah. just reading. And he reads more like books, like kids' books, because kids' books get to the point quicker. And get to and, and teach you like a kid, like if you're telling a kid, and so yeah. it's easier to grasp. And it's like a cliff notes, you know. Yeah, I guess so. But he, this dude just, dude, he's amazing. If you, dude. if you can, if you can speed read, it's way faster than than. Uh, I can speed read. I took a speed reading course one time. Yeah. Um, but I don't like to. What is speed reading? Are you skipping words? You're skipping the small words. You're skipping like does and like words that aren't don't uh, change the meaning of the of the sentence. Yeah. So you learn to just look for the main da 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 and and the way it was a, it was like a projector that would skip and it would do, it was so one sentence would just show and you just skim the main words, you know, and then it they would speed it up to teach you to do it faster and it would and the sentence and. And then it'd be like, what did you read? Now, what was it? Tell me what it was you read, you know? And yeah. and so I learned to just skim. And that's all you do. I could just go through. I can do that and go through. And and I'll get I'll get it, but it's not the way I like to read. No, I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't do it for a long time either. I'll read the whole page. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> did I just read? You slow, you do, do it again. More, you do the exact opposite of speed reading. Yeah. You slow <laughs> read. Your lips move. It sucks. And then I read. I read. Uh, and then I remember I had a teacher who told me you can't. Don't read with your finger. Just with your eyes. So I'd, I'd be like on the second paragraph until your mouth gets and tired. Then, and I'm like, fuck. What the hell did I read? And I go back to the top again. But with audio. I'll hear the whole book and, and then it. I got it. But ask me two months later what it was. I'm like, I don't got it. But uh, right see, after I heard there's it, a difference I think between reading because I visualize. Well, reading you, it it goes into your long term memory apparently, and then when you just hear it, it's your short term memory. So like, uh, I'll, I'll certain books I listen to it. Like, have you ever read a book or heard a book? As a man thinketh, it's an old book from like, what? As a man thinketh. As a man thinketh. No, I've never. Yeah, I've heard that book like fifty times. 
It's badass. Uh, it what just do you have it on? Get you a, a flash drive or what do you? No, you, you from, the, from the library. It's an app, and then it has all these books, and you just you click on the books you want. Yeah. And it's free. It's free. So I could just download this app, library app. Yeah, library app, and then it's free. And then when you're driving in your car, you just play it. Yeah. Oh wow! You should do that. I am like a little bit behind the technology there, buddy. Yeah. So basically, I can't read. Really? No, I, I videos too. Documentaries. I can watch the whole documentary. Oh, I like documentaries. Documentary. Too. I can go back and say, but I watch, uh, like right now, um, not watching, listening to a lot of uh, Alan Watts. You ever heard of Alan Watts? No. Well, I don't know. What is it? It's who he's, is he? uh, he's he's a uh, Western dude who teaches Eastern philosophy, basically. Oh no. Yeah. So Alan Watts. Um, the other one. For business, Gary Vaynerchuk, but he says a lot of the same thing again and again and again. And then um, I've been going into like some, not Tony, I, I was for a while listening to Tony Robbins, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm trying to think of his, I can't remember his name. Uh, like motivational speaking too? It's, it's, no, not, I see, I don't like that, like, you can do it yeah, and da da the, da. Yeah. I, I used to listen to that and it, it got so boring to me. Cause like a lot of stuff they're talking about, I'm like, I already passed that. I, I, like, already, I, like I feel watching, like I already, I already passed that moment. I already did that. Where they're like, "You don't have to work your nine to five. I'm like, "I'm not. I already yeah. quit. <laughs> I, I quit the job. You can get out in front of people and do it. I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I burned like, like I like what Tony Robbins says. Like, if you want to take the island, burn your fucking boats. So meaning, like, there's no plan B, just the plan A, and that's all there is. And you dedicate. And I'm like, I already did that. Yeah. Now I need not motivation. It's getting yourself into the right mindset because I'll start to think negative. You know what I mean? It's just all these Keeping like your your positive frame. Yeah, yeah. Because like uh, it's it's you, I'm very much trying to live in the present. You know what I mean? Everything the the and you hear like that guy Alan Watts. He's like, there's no such thing as the past. There's no such thing as the future. There's only the present, and that's all you have. This very moment right now. You know what I mean? And if you if you feel like if you're always waiting, you know, for something to happen, then you're anxious. If you're waiting in the past, then you're you know depressed or whatever. So he said something like that. So anyway. What I'm trying to do is, like, remember, be more present. And when I hear those raw, raw stuff, I'm like, you're not talking to me right now. You're talking to a dude who hates his life. Hey, I love my life. I love what I do. Yeah. I just have to be successful at it because now I feel the pressure of fucking, not my, not my family as far as, like, parents or aunts or uncles. I've passed that where I'm like, you can think what you want of me. Or yeah. even with friends. It's funny. I'll bring them. They're like, how you doing? I'm like, and I'll be very truthful with them. They're like, so what are you going to do? You're going to get a job? You're going to, I'm like, did you not hear anything I fucking said? What are you talking about? No, I'm doing my job. This yeah, is dude. my job. This is how I be, stay a loser. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what they're hearing. They're just yeah. like, you're, you're sad. I'm like, no, I'm happy. I just. I show it in a weird way. No, no, no. I just feel the pressure of. Of I want to be more successful for my kids, for my wife, so she doesn't leave me. Just be, just be more successful because I, you know, you have those bigger aspirations of of. Uh, well, but there's building blocks, so that, yeah, you, know, yeah. you got to take. And my I, big mistake I made uh, when I was younger was robbing that jewelry store. That's uh, a little bit of a mistake. Yes, but in, with the mindset, most people. I noticed when I was locked up, said, oh, were you on drugs? Were you doing drugs? Were you doing drugs? Everyone said, were you doing drugs? And, and you were like, no. sober. I was sober and a motherfucker. I was, I was going to buy a house. I was doing money. Yeah. And That's so. That's a drug. Yeah. And so I was thinking, you know, um, rushing everything and thinking you don't have to take the steps to get there is a bad move because 
it usually when you get there, if you get there too quick, it, um, like I could have grabbed the jewelry store, sold that jewelry and bought a house like I was thinking right away and then lost everything like a dumbass or whatever, you know, yeah. and it was just a bad, it wouldn't have been good no matter what. So um, to take the steps and like you're doing right now is you're building the building blocks, starting that, at a time. that FMCW studios yeah. and, and all that. And that's something that, you know, five, 10 years down the road, now you're that far in and that more established. And this is what you've done. And these people are going, man, I can't compete with FMC. This dude's already been here 10 years. He already knows all the people that do that. He's already got all the content. He's the one that I need to talk to, to go. Yeah. And so, but you have to start. And right now you don't see it. You're just like, I'm just right here spinning my wheels. And later on you see the story. That's what I like seeing those stories, the, the road to where people got where they got. Yeah. You know, I like those documentaries, but did you see that one well, about that it, chick who, what chick? The, uh, what's her name, Elizabeth? The one who tricked everybody? The one who tricked everyone about that, the blood testing? No, I remember you saying oh, something dude, about that. Oh, dude, but you watch that, and she was a billionaire, and overnight she was... Lost wah, it wah, 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 wah. But that's but crazy. If, you ever, if you're a billionaire, you'd figure you'd be able to take out enough money oh, and, well, and hide on an island then, somewhere. Yeah, you think she didn't? I'm sure she did. If you're a billionaire, I'm sure... Hundred thousand, two hundred thousand here, da, 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 da. yeah. There's if you're a billionaire, there's millions stashed. Yeah. If there's not, she's retarded. <laughs> Can you edit that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that's crazy how some people though on that road to being successful do it as a American greed. I watch all those American greeds. Yeah. You know, like it's crazy to look someone in the eye and just straight lie to them and straight lie to them and take their money. You know, at least when you when I'm robbing you, bro, you're gonna know it because I got a pistol in your fucking face yeah. and I'm telling you, give me your fucking money. You're yeah. being robbed. You know, it's scary when someone's just going, yeah, bro, we got you, you know, tomorrow. You're a sociopath. Yeah, and you just, and, and they have no intention. You know what, that's a, that's a little bit of car sales. Is this the best yeah. deal I can get? Yes, this is the best deal anybody's yeah. ever gotten. It, yeah. All right, I'll sign my, I'll sign away. <laughs> sign. Have I you seen have, that movie Fargo? This is more than my rent, but okay. Have you seen Fargo? Uh, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. That dude in there, that movie, he's, he's. All I remember is the wood chipper. Oh, yeah, that's the end. Uh, but he's uh, selling that car to those people, and they're, they're like, the dude's mad at him. He, he had already sold him the car, and they're like, you told us that you weren't going to put that clear coat package on there. Yeah, it was 500 bucks more, and I told you I didn't want it. And you said you knew that. He goes, well, sir, you know, I'm, uh, I think, but you, no, you straight lied to me. Look at me. You lied to me. And, and he's like, well, he can't even look him in the eye. And he's like, okay, let me go talk to my, my manager. And then he comes back. Okay. He says, we'll take off half of the prices. And he's like, you give me the checkbook and he's all mad you know right but that's what they do and they yeah and like it is a little bit of sociopath i didn't feel good doing that when i did it but i've sold cars and motorcycles and but yeah you do have to do that or you're just gonna be broke is that i i saw dudes i remember selling cell phones and they, they make some money doing yeah oh no you make a lot of money everyone doing has that. a cell phone that's why so so you sell you sell cell phones and they push they tell us to push it on little kids they go is their kid their kids comes in parents they're like eight, nine years old, and he's just like, why doesn't he have it? It's important because for safety. So you're like pushing so you're kids. Josh, who, tell him about that rape, the rape a kid story. Jeez. Oh, yeah, man. Remember the guy, he went and got a banana put in his ass. Oh, that, it wasn't a kid. It was a <laughs> grown man. But it was a banana, and he yeah. told him. Oh, he so got a cell phone. He would have had, had a cell phone. He could have recorded himself. Yeah, he could have done a selfie, and he got a thousand oh, likes on that. Yeah, he needs a phone. 